Welcome to Sound Bites. <laughs> You're locked on to DRM on United. And if you catch the podcast, well, you missed out on some of the great yeah, bloopers we're, there. Yeah, we're going to edit that out for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I can't hear myself tonight, but that's okay. I, I guess I'm deaf. Oh. Weird. Anyway, headphones working. <laughs> How have you been, Peter? I've been very well. Thank you, Russell. Yourself? I am fabulous, as always. Excellent. So, today we talked, well, yes, last week we talked about Friday the 13th. Yeah. And, all oh, the spookiness. So, if I, you have missed that episode, go check it out on the podcast. But today, we are delving into... Secret clubs and societies. Girl Scouts. Well, not quite. Oh, don't they have a secret <laughs> one, like women's yeah. clubs? Yeah, but, you know, maybe. Uh, who knows? Maybe they do. Maybe um, they do. Maybe they don't. But, you know, even when maybe I was... Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Your microphone really doesn't like us, does it? No. It's been really weird. This is our Friday the 13th gremlins coming back to haunt (laughs) us, I think. Okay. So, what are we talking about when we're talking about secret clubs? Because I would think that we're talking about, like, uh, that alien place in Nevada. Oh, Area 31. Is it 51? 51. Not 31. Yeah, yeah. My brain screwed up this week. That's a secret club, isn't it? Well, is it? Uh, well, it was I, a, lot, a lot of these clubs, uh, the ones that we're going to talk about tonight anyway, they all seem to um, generally be uh, frequented by people of either extreme wealth or usually people who have extreme wealth also have extreme power uh, or people with um, an agenda uh, that uh, allows them to operate Behind the scenes and in the shadows, and oh, you know, like government. Yeah, well, no, governments <laughs> are very transparent. They just <laughs> they just very bad. Yeah, I won't say any more about that. <laughs> yeah, let's not worry um, about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so and it was always fascinating because you know it sort of fell into two camps. So it either was a club with a religious affiliation or a club without an, a religious affiliation. Sure. Uh, so, um, but I was actually quite fascinated with uh, some of the ways these clubs just came into being these people had had enough of either this or that or um or the people who uh were members of these clubs like you know presidents and uh mm. all these sort of powerful people and you sort of think wow okay. there must have been a club of people uh looking after donald trump isn't that QAnon? yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're not so private either yeah, yeah. so we should just jump straight into the first one because i yeah. think the first one i i actually want to say the first one to last is there oh, a reason can, why it's first on no, your list? we can save that to last, yeah, because absolutely. Because that's, that's like the icon. Like that is the, like, oh, the one that sort of <laughs> set the standard for yeah. the others to follow. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm intrigued to know about this Hellfire Club. Yeah, well, this one was named for several exclusive club um, of people of high society. So it was established in Britain and Ireland sure. uh, in the 18th century. The most... Uh, the name most commonly referred to Sir Francis Dashwood's Order of the Friars of St. Francis of uh, Wickham. Wow, that's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. I imagine having that on your business card. <laughs> Probably that's why they're secret. You know, so they <laughs> didn't like, know how to put it on their business card. <laughs> no, they were using telepathic communication. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now this this club were rumoured to be meeting, uh, sorry, the meeting place for persons of quality. Yeah. Now, this that sounds very quality control. <laughs> but, you know, so obviously you had to be someone of either a certain breeding or a certain standard, but usually it was like about a the... Like purebred horse? Yeah, about the cha-ching, you know. Cha-ching, ching If, if oh. you could afford the entrance fee, then obviously you were in the club. Well, that kind of sounds like those smoking cigar places in the city. 
Well, oh, okay, so the, the what the... They're not so sacred because we know what yeah, they are, okay. but yeah, th- yeah. there is a gentleman's club. Oh, yeah, the, the old gentleman's clubs yes. that they used to have. And, yeah. We still have them in Perth. Now, I, you know, when I think about those sorts of clubs and... And then you hear about, you know, people who are excluded who demand yes. that they should be included. And part of me sort of goes, yeah, I sort of get it, but... Like the court, it used to be gay and now it's kind of just not. But see, this is where I get a bit confused in my head because I sort of think, well, yeah, at some point we want to, we want all inclusion. Yeah. Um, uh, Sometimes it's not good to have all inclusion, though. Yeah, but then, you know... I want my club. I want to know that the guy that's across the bar... Is gay, yeah. or at least bi. Yeah, but I sort of. I want to know that I can hunt him. <laughs> I know. Sounds really. Yeah, look, I think that's a separate <laughs> thing, though. Like, if, if if I was to set up a, a club just for me, sure, and a bunch of chess players, yes, and I don't play chess, so this is this is a hypothetical. probably not. A, yeah, it's a very <laughs> hypothetical. And someone said, look, I want to be part of your club, but I hate chess. I hate it so much. All I want to do is just. Burn but it. but the fact that you're not letting me play or be in the club and not just me it's like and yeah. 50 other people who have no interest in your, your actual what you're doing yep. we just don't like the fact that you excluded us then i go not too bad well yeah i sort of go well you're I don't not into chess so why do you want to you be want in to my come? club like what am i doing dealing drugs or something yeah, under the table yeah. like do Where, i have the best parties or something but, but then you give me your example of of the court and i sort of think yeah, I, I know that it's nice to have our own space, but at some point, you s- and and maybe it is. Maybe we do want just our own space, just so we can, you know, I think, um, I, and do what how we want and be party the way we want to party and and club the way we want to club. It's not so much that. I, I think the problem that okay, and I've been clubbing quite a lot in my younger years, and the problem that we have is there uh, is this this kind of. Oh, the the girls will bring the boys, yeah. and they're straight, and the girls might be lesbian or yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. But somehow the the straight guys think that it's a pickup haven for girls. And yes, and then and that's that's like, a problem. I, I get exactly what you say because I'm like, then why are you there? It's you sort of fall back into my chess club analogy, like like if I was to say, listen, because I gay demand... guys bring the straight girls there, so the the straight guys want to be there. My girlfriends come with me to party to be left alone. Yeah. And then the straight guys get all jealous because the girl, straight girls, the good-looking straight girls are hanging out with us, yeah. the good-looking gay guys. Yeah. And they're, because they're not feeling intimidated, they're not feeling pushed, they're just feeling like it's a safe space that they can have fun, get loose, and they know that they're going to get home safe. Where now you've got, and I'm not saying all straight guys are like this, but you've got some straight guys that will go... Oh, yeah, darling, I'm gay. And then as soon but as they then, get in, they... But then that can be extended, though. You will always have people who don't understand boundaries. Oh, absolutely. Like, it doesn't matter whether they're gay, straight, bi, bi whatever. whatever. Um, people won't get that, look, thank you for your interest, but uh, I'm, I'm going to keep looking. Let's be honest. Type thing. And, and, you know, and I'm sure most people have experienced, I've experienced, I'm sure you've experienced, you know, and, and those people either... Well, I've done it to people where the, I just didn't pick yeah. up that they weren't interested. Yeah, but there's a difference. There's a difference if you're not picking it up as opposed to someone who says, look, thanks, but I'm not interested. Mm. And they've made a clear statement. And, oh, and, and those people sort of, they fall into that, oh, they're just playing hard to get. And yeah. it's like, no, no, this isn't the 60s and 70s where... 
people used to believe that nonsense that no means yes and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. yes means yes, no means yes. Yeah, so if everything meant yes, then what was the point? You so. know, the interesting thing, though, is, like, I remember a guy came up to me. Oh, I went up to him. He said he wasn't interested interested in me. But then as soon as I started dancing, he came and started dancing right next to me, grinding on me and all that kind <gasps> of stuff, giving me the those, those like, why, if you, I just came up to you and said hi and you've, pushed me away. Yeah. And as soon as I started dancing, you've clearly changed your mind. Started Maybe you grinding seduced on me. him with your dance dancing. moves. I know. <laughs> I, I, look, I was with, a lot... With your disco beat. <laughs> I, I, I was a lot younger and I had I was a lot skinnier. So maybe... <laughs> maybe oh, the just, two magic ingredients in the gay world, young and skinny. Wow. If you got that, then you, you're, yeah, you're yeah, set. Yeah, you're set. But yeah. as soon as you get a little bit of fat on you, <laughs> you're gone. Or you're over 25. Forget yeah, that. No, oh, totally. God, you're ready for the scrap heap. I know. That's where you go to other <laughs> places. <laughs> it's like, what was it? Cartier and um, and Trixie Mattel. <laughs> I love watching them. They just crack they me up. They are hilarious. They are hilarious. And, and, and I was watching them. They go, listen, no one hates the gays like the gays. And sometimes <gasps> I think I think about it and I go, yes. you know, they're, they're spot on. You know? There's a gay... Okay, I know. And we should, and we should, yeah, we're really We, we are really sidetracking here. But and and we're generalising. We're making a lot of generalisations. But... There is a brand new anime coming out on Netflix called Q Force, oh. and it is so horrible. And and I, I, this is my judgment of it because it's taken the stereotypes of gays, or sorry, stereotypes of queers, yeah. uh, flamboyant, oh. butch, butch lesbian, yeah, yeah, um, and other like it's mainly butch lesbian and gay. That's really lit from the anime. What I could see in the trailer, it was very stereotype. And the opening, I'll play it in the ad break, but the opening. Uh, was basically the guy saying, getting an award for being the best soldier. And then he, he said, well, now that um, the I can say that I'm gay because of the go-right go thing, mm. I'll play the trailer for you off, off it, but he then lost his award and it went to a straight guy. And the forums and groups and all that, this is getting really off sidetrack, but the, they were all saying, oh, this is great for gays. I'm going, no, it's not. The do not, do not, the don't tell, don't. Yeah, don't policy, ask, don't tell. That policy, yeah. and using that as your your beginning of the show to say, oh, this is the character, he's gay, that's not really a good way of saying, oh, we have gays in our military or we have gays in our um, secret services or spy agencies or whatever. Yeah. And I just think it, 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 it really didn't sit well with me. I'll show you the trailer and you can yeah, be a judge of your trailer, own. But, yeah, so... Um, but we should get back to we, we should talk, get back to our little secret clubs and society. So, um, and, and where we sort of sidetracked was that concept of you know uh, initiations and people getting into clubs and and then wondering why people who want to become part of a club that the frat house. <laughs> Please, someone give I, me a frat house. Yeah, no, I really no. want to try some what, of the things. To, oh, oh, <laughs> your your eyes have just lit up there. I, I, I'm scared <laughs> to find out what it is you want to try. So, well, you've seen you've seen the videos. I'm, sure. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into the first club because we were. All right, so we were talking about the Hellfire, and actually, this Hellfire club—they were—they really deserved their name. They were really quite they were bad nasty boys. pasties. Yeah. Um, so the club was rumored to have distant ties with the elite society known only as the Order of the Second Circle. So the first official health, Hellfire Welcome to the first club. Circle. I don't know. Oh. Uh, was founded in London in 1718 by Philip Duke of Wharton. 
um, and a handful of other high society friends. So um, the most notorious club associated um, with them was established by uh, Sir Francis Dashwood uh, from England. And they met irregularly from about 1749 to around 1760 and possibly up until late uh, 1766. Yes, interesting. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry I just Googled the order. You're, you're focusing on something completely different. No, I s- okay, so so you were the order of the second circle, right? So guess what I did? I went to Google and I went the order, order of the, the first, first circle. circle. Okay, well, and what was the order of the first circle? <laughs> Apparently, it's set in Moscow during a three-day period in December 1949. The first circle is a story of the prisoner Galab Zanhan, a brilliant mathematician. So it's a book. Oh. So, uh, yeah, it's ba- apparently a good read. It's but I, w- on I wonder if this is... 4.2 stars. <laughs> I wonder if it's if it actually is related to the Hellfire Club or not. I don't but know. But anyway, the records indicate that members performed obscene parodies of religious rites. And according to Horace Walpole, um, the members' practice was uh, rigorously pagan. Um, they worshipped deities such as Bacchus and Venus... Um, to whom they almost publicly sacrificed, uh, and the nymphs and hogheads that uh, were laid against the the festivals of the church. Um, So he had nothing positive to say about it. Uh, Well, maybe they didn't believe in the first circle, because the first circle, just let's be honest, one isn't really... one, One circle or first circle doesn't really sound good, but second circle sounds like it's a cool place to be, because... It's like it, they've refined it. They yeah. took the time to fix it up. They could have called it the third circle or the tenth circle. And yeah, they could have done all, all of those. Anyway. Yeah, the Hellfire Club. No, they went through and they were, oh, they were, they were really quite a disorganised lot. Um, so did they kill people? Wow. Well, well, we don't know for sure. Oh, they would have killed people. With a name like that, yeah. they had to. And I bet you they killed them in fire. Well, I don't know about that, but. I know when wherever they set up their halls and you know their meeting places, they were decorated with mythological, mythological, mythological themes, phallic symbols, and items of a sexual nature. Oh, oh, a bit deviant these guys. Yeah, sexual nature. So lots of breasted women. I take it. Possibly, who knows? Well, unless they're all gay. <laughs> this was just a secret gay. No, club. no, because this was back in the seventeen hundreds, and you know, usually well, that sort of stuff was frowned upon. But that's why they had a club. <laughs> Secret club at that, and it was a bad club. Yeah, because I was doing bad, bad things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love. You, you, you would have had to have like little secret handshakes and oh yeah, you know all that sort of stuff. Well, actually, the the um, we'll talk about it later with the um uh, the, the, the Freemasons, but they have various handshakes for the uh, I where spoke you to are. A Freemason. <gasps> we'll talk about that a little bit later right. too. Yeah, all right. It was a lady. Funny enough, they have lady Freemasons now. Oh, do they? Yes. Did she wear the apron? I don't know. Because Freemasons wear an apron. She was the op shop lady because they have an op shop in Mount Lawley. A Freemason op shop? Yes. What do they sell? Clothing. I was hoping it'd be something a bit more Freemasony. No, it's clothing. And they stone statues and they're very, or something. And they're very open to transgender people going in there and buying clothes. And they'll look. Oh, that's ha- good. That's great. I had like that. They still have their religion side, but or their uh, their. We'll get into it. But okay, we'll talk about yeah. that after we talk about the Ordo Tempi Orientis. Now this sounds like a Chinese monk. Yes, but it's not. Oh. <laughs> 
Chinese. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean the Chinese monk. I mean the Chinese um, religion um, temple. Well, it's a mystic organisation. And it was started uh, in the early 20th century. The group was established along the same lines as the less secretive Freemasons. Because I think everyone knows about the Freemasons. It's not as oh. secret as it used to be. It once was secret. I'm sure it was. Um, so anyway, so it the used to be called the not Freemason. Ching. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the Ordo Temp- Templi Orientis uh, supposedly relied on uh, rituals and occult practices um, as a Ooh. means for members to move from one level of prestige to another within the organisation. Like Scientology. Well, yeah, but that's a religion. Oh, I think it's a cult. You know, I think you're right. I wouldn't argue with you on that. I think there's a lot of evidence to show it's a cult. And I, I what I, yeah, what I need to look into is, I would think is there to. a, a way to classify what a cult is? I think we should, do, and I, I know this is going to get the Scientology people following us, but, <laughs> but I think we need to do a Scientology episode. Really? <laughs> Just oh. all that. All we should talk about whether they're a cult or not. From yeah. a from a from a from a there's quite a lot of YouTube videos from, about from a health perspective, whether what they do and the practices they make people do is one is damaging to them. I think we can agree that they're damaging to people's minds, and that's me saying that, not Peter. <laughs> um, just to clarify, I don't mind if you stalk me. Um, it just means I have fans. How do you know I don't already stalk you? Well, you've had Scientology. <laughs> no, um, not at all. Look, if they do, st- if they do follow me, great. Yeah. Um, you can't ruin my life. Trust <laughs> me, I've already done that. <laughs> Can you imagine? imagine that. <laughs> I sometimes, you know, sometimes I don't know if you. Maybe I'm just deranged. Sometimes I think, you know, imagine if they, if I had a stalker, they'd be like. Oh God! So Why did I pick this part? Yeah, there must be a hundred other more interesting people than this nutbag. Oh, I, I, I look. At it, I, everything I do is out in public, anyway. So you know, even even when I like, I used to get um these um nuisance phone calls, and I'd be like, oh hi, how are you? I'm sure they went, oh God, this guy's desperate for company. Oh well, there's nothing wrong with company in the right arms. <laughs> Just anyway, so they relied on these rituals of the occult practices uh, to move up and down, well, move up the organisation rather you than down. Also down. But, you know, if you didn't do your right thing, you down you go. <laughs> Closer to Satan. <laughs> That's the direction, going down. Hang on, but how do we know they were playing? I don't they, know. They were, I don't know if they were... Were they, were they religious, this one, or were they... Because, let's be well, honest, it, it does sound like... Well, Freemasons... Is religious. Yeah, they have a religious bent to them. So, so anyway, the general philosophy of the group was uh, a belief in the new age esoteric principles and practices as a method of realising one's true identity. Well, darling, you're gay. That's a true identity. You keep going back to that. I don't think all these members, uh, oh, especially some of them practicing were. their... Well, I'm sure there was, but... You know what? They're, they're, okay, we'll get to it in a second because we are... Any, any more interesting facts about yeah, this? Yeah, so the... F- um, the fame, the fame, famous occultist and all-round eccentric Alester Crowley composed much of the group's law, including a manifesto called the Mysteria Mystica Maxima. I love how you spell law. Yeah, well, folklore. Because um, it's not L A W people; it's L O R E. Yeah, law, as in folklore. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and after his death, the influence and popularity of the t- of the um, Ordo Templi. Orientis began. began to wane. 
Uh, but still, it exists today. So there's still some people who are practicing doing this stuff uh, in various chapters scattered across am I gonna the world. Get, am I going to get watched by the NSA if I Google them? You know, I hate to tell you, but judging on the are. things that you look up on your computer, I'm surprised a satellite hasn't fallen through the roof. Oh, I'm sure they have. <laughs> um, <laughs> the government loves to spy on Australians. We, st- uh, we, we don't know, however, that today if they still do some of their bizarre practices. But I've got to say their logo is pretty cool. Oh, is it? Yes, but uh, chief among their um, beliefs and, and stuff is their group's fixation on uh, sexual uh, practices, especially their teachings on the adoration of the phallus. I do want to say that... Yeah, and the magic of masturbation. Well, ma- masturbation is great. <laughs> you don't have to brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking G-rated at G-rated show. I'm actually looking at their logo, and you know how? Okay, I, I, I Cut saw, and paste that logo I, onto I, the. I saw a number of things, um, but before you, because you didn't mention sexual stuff before, and then you mentioned it, and I was like, yes, I can see. There's a very clear picture of a, you know what he. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know what? The first thing I thought of when I saw that Illuminati. No, what? you know the tarot cards. There's yes. the the cup, and I'm, I think it's the cup in the Major Arcana that mm-hmm. has the bird flying into the cup, and yes, and and that bird is flying in a downward. Angle. I think it's the, the if it's very much yeah. like that. But I, I'm I'm just no Minor Arcana. I just I just wonder if it's because they've clearly stolen the Illuminati triangle. They've stolen the dove from. I'm sure there's a religion with a dove, oh, and the crown that they. I think that's a crown. Um, well, that's just like maybe they didn't have. <laughs> maybe they didn't have their own logo. No, but maybe they did. You know, back then they probably had only a few things to make a logo out of, and yeah. they're sort of like rummaging through and going, "Oh, okay, let's use a dove, and oh, let's use this little crown." And they go, "Yeah, but the other guys use that." And go, "Oh, okay, let's put a cup here and." Well, it's just like some of the gay flags, let's be honest. Some of them are just a bit like they've just splotted all over with colour. Not very organised. Some flags in general actually aren't organised. No. There are some horrible flags out there. Why don't they hire a graphic designer to make flags? Well, I don't know. (laughs) And usually a lot of these flags were made centuries ago. And and a lot of them were austere anyway. Well, look, there's a huge, huge, huge... um, Look, that's a whole different topic. We might do a flag episode. Oh, the the creations and mythology of flags. Mm. Wow, that'd be fascinating. Well, Uh, anyway, (laughs) the Bilderberg... (laughs) Hang on, hang on, hang on. It'll be fascinating because you're not really interested, are you? Well, look, actually, you know what? When you you consider consider that flags do create um, cultural identity, people fight for the flags of the countries or the... the, um, Afghanistan, just... uh, just But, you know, and this is the thing. So so flags are very important and I shouldn't make it trivial. So maybe we will look into it. You know, the interesting thing, and we should just quickly touch because it is in the news at the moment, Afghanistan is... uh, They have pulled out of the Paralympics... The lady that was going to wow. attend the Paralympics, unfortunately, wasn't able to get out of the country in time. Um, so Afghanistan, because of the unrest, that's what the the Afghanistan um, Olympic Committee has said, that they have withdrawn from the Paralympics. And that is such a sad thing because it would have been 
amazing to see. So, oh, that yeah, but obviously she would have worked very hard to compete. So that is very sad. Unfortunately, um, the situation is still under development. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll, watch, have to we'll watch, that watch this space, space very clearly. Yeah. Okay, now I did think that you called this the Bloomberg Group. Bilderberg. Yeah, well, I was thinking that you talk about Mr. Bloomberg, who owns Bloomberg Network. Some people. That's a cult. Some people, when they first hear it, think it's Bilderbear. Oh, there's other. <laughs> hey, that is a cult. Bilderbear is That's a cult. That's a cult. Yeah, like, don't, I'm, don't, I don't even tend to me to go there because I will buy something. Friends don't let friends build a bear and drive. No, but they do let them build a bear and take it home, and, and, that, it and then home. Press, press it all the time, and it makes woof woof noise. Oh, does it? it does. Oh, you you buy the little I, voice boxes and do. stuff for it. Okay, yeah. and you I've can, never built a bear. You can even record your own voice. Oh god! Oh no, that that's no. Imagine if you had a kid. Oh well, if I had a kid, and, yeah. and 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 you were in, you were dying of cancer or something, <laughs> and oh. you wanted to leave your voice behind for the kid. I'm glad we didn't go there. You could you could oh, just go. Did. Hey, Johnny, I love you. Miss you. Daddy's looking over you. <laughs> That's not laughing, but I don't mean to laugh. No, I, uh, but I it's just, uh, I, but I think it's a really sweet thing that people can do. Okay, yeah. And I also, think, I think I think it's a, it's a very individual thing, and people can imagine decide if what it, they someone like. had dementia, and they had a, a, a they they remembered a stuffed toy from their childhood. They could you could make a, that stuffed cho- toy. And have sounds in there that when they press it, they hear it, which reminds them of their past. So they can treat dementia pa- patients too, potentially. Oh, I'm com- not a, comfort I'm, them. I'm not a doctor, so don't don't actually get me. No. <laughs> but I will just say uh, that sounds cool. Imagine, like, uh, if, yeah, look, time, place, and circumstance. I'm sure there's good reasons for it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have the facility to do so. Well, I just I just think it's amazing technology that how they can oh, remind I think it's the great brain technology. <laughs> I remember that episode of The Simpsons where Lisa's trying to record um, uh, voiceovers for her doll, whatever it was, Lisa yes, Lionheart or whatever it was. And Crossy just walks in and he's got like these 10 cue cards, reads them out in about five seconds and walks out. And yeah. as he's walking out, he turns around and he goes, learn from a professional kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. Anyway, let's go anyway, into the Bilderberg, Bilderberg group. So this is actually quite a famous uh, group. So this and And... Uh, it's not so much a secret um, because everyone knows about it. So they were established in 1954. Mm-hmm. And they used to be a secret society comprising of the world elite. But now it's a very much uh, publicised annual conference of about 120 to 150 of the most influential people, including heads of states, presidents, prime ministers, CEOs, central bank governors, ac- uh, academics, and military leaders from all Western countries. Um, and what... Uh, makes it so fascinating is is that no press are allowed at any of their meetings. So Well so that's that then how do they keep record minutes? And as in media. I know what you're talking well, about. Well why did you ask? Because the media needs to know what they're talking about because it does have the central bank governors, uh, academics and yeah, military that's, leaders. That's, that's that's the whole It sounds um, like they're doing war. Well, planning. this is the thing. Um, it's it's because of this secrecy that they have that is making everyone going. Well, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, How much and, and you can't just become uh, a member of it. So, uh, members are chosen by uh, two members from approximately eighteen different nations. So, these meetings are organised by a steering committee. So, kind of like NATO. Yeah, sort of not. Well, um, no, you get voted in, and you get yeah, kicked out. 
Or is it the US nation? There's one of them that you actually get voted in and voted out. Can't think which one it is. I think it's NATO. No, Na- NATO's a or treaty. Is it, or is it a world... I- oh, I'll find it and uh, we'll talk about it. Okay. But so keep going. Anyway, so, the, so due to that lack of accessibility and transpar- transparency when these uh, the Bilderberg Group meet... Um, these people have also been co- accused of a number of conspiracy theories, including uh, causing the Great Depression uh, and organising most of the world's biggest terrorist activities. Uh, and so this air of mystery that surrounds the group and their unwillingness to come clean with the things that they discuss puts them as part... Well, people consider them to be part of the most dangerous secret societies of the world. The UN is the one that recognises countries and d- doesn't recognise some countries. Yeah. So that's the one you get voted in and voted out of. They right. hold votes there. Okay. Um, the group was originally started Sorry, as a means of addressing uh, a streak of anti-Americanism that was spreading through Europe following World War II. But over the years, it, uh, it appears that to have morphed into a more broad discussion on reaching mutual understandings between cultures. So this is like the polished version of what it is they're getting together. The most uh, popular is that the group ties to sh- uh, tries to steer the direction of public policy, financial markets uh, and uh, you know, choosing the direction in which uh, certain ways the media uh, promotes things and talks about things, uh, and perhaps even with the goal of forming a so-called one-world government. I don't see that happening, though. Mm. In fact, if anything, I see more division in the last 10 to 15 years than I have seen of unification. So anyway, these claims have been brushed aside by the group, which claims... Global understanding and the end of nuclear pro- proliferation is their main agenda. Well, it is definitely um, one Which of would be good if they could get rid of all the nuclear weapons. It would be, but it's not going to happen. No, of course it's not going to happen. Because but it would be good if they, could, if they could. I mean, imagine if they could. That'd be wonderful. Oh, absolutely. It would be wonderful. But it just... I don't know. It just, it's not going to happen. Um, anyway, let's move on to... The Knights The Knights Templar. Which the Knights Templar are perhaps the most famous secret society that ever existed after the Freemasons. <laughs> and they also enjoy success in the politics and battlefields as they were one of the driving forces behind crusades. Now, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so they, they were a large organization that was devout, uh, of devout Christians during the Middle Era. And how they came about was is that after the Christian armies captured Jerusalem from Muslim control in the uh, 1099 um, and, and during the Crusades, oh. groups of pilgrims from across Western Europe started visiting the Holy Land. Yep. Um, however, some of them or many of them were robbed and killed as they tried to cross through Muslim-controlled territories during and the that journey. that is very bad. Do not kill people. Well, no. No, you shouldn't kill but people at all. Around um, 1118 or 1118, a French knight named Hugus de Paynans, is that how you pronounce his name? Hugues de Paynans. There you go, thank you. Created a military order along with eight relatives and acquaintances, calling it the poor, <laughs> the poor fellow <laughs> soldiers of Christ and the Temple of Solomon, later known simply as the Knights Templar. With the support of Badwin II, the ruler of Jerusalem, they set up headquarters on that city's scarred temple uh, mount, mount. Yep, uh, the sources of their now iconic name, and pledged to protect Christian visitors to Jerusalem. 
interesting. Yeah, so th- because you need to protect them. Well, of course, they wanted people to be able to make their way to the to the Holy Land, and also you need to allow the Pope there. <laughs> like, come on. Well, uh, where they really um, gained a foothold was in eleven twenty nine. So, uh, and that's when the group received formal endorse- endorsement by the Catholic Church. That's uh, interesting because they're Christians, correct? Because they were they were from devoted Christians. Yeah, but Catholicism is Christianity. But, but they're so different. Not really. You can have, on your birth certificate, you can have Catholic or you can have Christian. You can't have both, I think. Yeah, but they they still believe in the the, the, high the same God. yeah the same tenets and stuff like that. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so they got the endorsement from the Catholic Church and support by Bernard of uh, Clairvaux, a prominent French abbot. Is so it Clairvaux or Clairvaux? It's French, Clairvaux. Oh, spelt very like Clairvaux. Yeah, but you pronounce the A U X as Vaux. Clairvaux. See, I don't speak French. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, by the way, if you've just tuned in to, to Soundbites for your very first time, expect things like this. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Bernard authored uh, a, a text called The Praise of the New Knighthood uh, that supported the Knights Templar and bolstered their, grow, uh, their growth. So in 1139, Pope Innocent II issued a papal bull oh, that I allowed the that. Knights Templar special rights. I love that he was innocent. <laughs> the s- he was the second person who was innocent because he was Pope Innocent the second. I know. I wonder what happened to the first one. Well, maybe <laughs> he, he wasn't so, so innocent. innocent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a oh. huge apology to all our Catholic friends. Uh, no, among them, really. the Templars were exempt from paying taxes. Uh, oh, like our were, government. They were permitted to build their own oratories and were held to no one's authority except the Pope's. Hang on. So the Pope was the Pope? Who answered? Who checked on the Pope? God. <laughs> um, I don't mean to laugh He's, that. No, the Pope is the only person who can say there's me and then there's God. But Anybody else who says that... There's me and then there's God. Yeah, as some way of... Authority. Yeah. As God answers to me. Well, actually... No, no, the other way around. I answer to God. So you answer to me. I no, no, answer no. to God. God answers to me. He owes me. Okay, anyway, this is going but in the wrong I an- direction. I answer to Lucifer. I'm a hell of a devil. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, the Knights Templar set up a prosperous network of banks. Isn't it funny how they managed to, you know, they they vowed... um, I'm going to love editing this episode because of the... (laughs) They prosperous... Networks. (laughs) Networks. <laughs> it reminds me of. Um, oh, oh, no, I'm not going to go down that. We're going to need to get some poppers. Poppers. Oh, sorry, gay, gay guys. We're not talking about those type of poppers. We're talking about <gasps> things well, the that microphones. Go, microphones. Yes. Yeah, those those stocky those type things. things. Yeah, yes. foamy stocky things. Uh, anyway, so they set up their own networks at banks and they gained enormous financial influence. Their banking system allowed religious pilgrims to deposit assets uh, in their home countries and then withdraw but the funds in the. Holy lands. But, but, okay, but the banks don't do things for free. There would have been good fees. You, d- you, you deposit one gold bar, you get half a gold bar back. Well, I'm sure there was some they'd sort of... Yeah, that'd have to be. Anyway, so the order became known for its historic code of conduct, which included no pointy shoes and no kissing their mothers. Hang on, why can't you not kiss... Well, you don't kiss your mother in a loving way, you cheek. No, but that's you. You denied that to show your devotion. 
Also, but he's your father. Well, you know, the rules are pretty loose around that. Um, rules outlined in the rules of the Templar. So there's a book, the rules of the Templar. They were gay, people gay. And yeah, I really think a lot of people. Well, they they like they don't allow kissing women. Anyway, no, and no pointy sh- no. No pointy they shoes. W- they would never have come up with a rule around shoes. Oh, well, yeah, you yeah, know true. it as well as I do. Yeah, no, a, sing- a signature style of dress, uh, which featured a white. But they did like chastities. They did swear an oath of poverty, chastity, and obedience. See? And I sort of wonder. What's chastity? <laughs> chastity Bell, come to the stage. Mm. <laughs> Calling chastity. Chastity and obedience. Um, oh, when you come to the Isn't stage. that interesting that they, they swore an oath of poverty and yet set up their own banking system? Oh, anyway, they weren't allowed to drink, gamble, or swear. Oh. You could have benefited from some of these rules. <laughs> Prayer was essential to their daily life, and the Templars expressed a particular adoration for the Virgin Mary. Oh, Lucifer, Lucifer, Lucifer. Oh, you, uh, <laughs> Please strike me down. You know, honestly, <laughs> if you bring him here... Well, Lucifer, he's already here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's me. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I'm an atheist. Anyway, I don't believe in Lucifer either. But, uh, hey, so anyway, Lucifer's but, good. You know, but seriously, at the height of their influence and power, the Templars boasted a sizable fleet of ships uh, owned the Mediterranean island of Cyprus. Well, they definitely weren't poor. And No, they weren't poor at all and served as a primary bank and lending institution to European monarchs and nobles. But, wow. sadly, it all has to come all down. good things come to an end, in the late 12th century, and actually, do you, I don't know if you remember from... Um, I was wasn't around, darling. Last week's show. No. <laughs> you were here last week, <laughs> the Friday the 13th. <laughs> remember, the, the Knights Templars came to an end on, on Friday the, the 13th. Yes. Were you not listening to that show? No, I was. I just thought you were talking about me in the, in the 12th century. I was like, I definitely wasn't there in the 12th century. Mm-hmm. See, I think another home's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're coming to get me. Anyway, so in the late 12th oh. century, sadly, the Muslim armies took retook Jerusalem and turned the tides on, of the Crusades, forcing the Knights Templar to relocate several times. So what happened to the banks? Well, they were all handed over. So because handed of over to who? Different secret societies. Ooh. So, so they're not so secret if they all know each other. Yeah, well, you know... It's secret. doesn't sound secret. You know, like, like, well, like uh, no, let's think about it. I mean, yeah, look, if they made it on this list, they're not very good at keeping themselves secret. Well, yeah. And, and we've got quite a few on this list. We're not going to go through them all tonight, but we've got a lot. And we haven't even taken a break, and we're not going to because we've only got 20 minutes left. Oh, okay. So, no, so what happened was, if you remember from last week's show, which everyone should go and listen to. Yes, go listen to it on, on the Friday, podcast. October the 13th, in 1307, scores of the French Templars were arrested, including the Orders Grand Master oh, Jacques de Monet. I thought it said something totally different then. De Molay, sorry. Uh, many of the knights were brutally tortured until they confessed to false charges, which included yes. heresy, homosexuality, homosexuality, fi- homosexuality, Homo. financial corruption, oh, but devil sw- worshipping. Sw- that's you. They swore to poverty. They weren't. They weren't benefiting financially. But devil worship, absolutely, that's me. Confessed to false charges. So these people were confessing. They were confessing. But they didn't do it. They were being forced to. Don't confess, people. Don't confess. Tortured until they confessed. And they got burned Um, to death. 
surely there will be a few to burn to death. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. So, yeah, so if, um, oh, look, and the list goes on devil worshipping, fraud, spitting on the cross, and, and oh. many, many more. So, a few years later, dozens of the temple were burnt at the stake. So, you're right, uh, in Paris for the confessions. And Dilolet was executed in 1340. Let me ask you this. If, if, let's say these people, you have a choice. You're going to either be burnt to the stake mm-hmm. or a rock tied to your feet and chucked in the ocean to drown. Which one would you choose? Oh, they're both horrible. They are. I would choose the drowning, not the burning, because I reckon the burning would hurt longer, where the drowning just, you drown. See, the burning, however, once you've burnt all your nerve endings off, mm. you wouldn't... You'd still be alive and you'd still... No, I mean, you'd also be... Cooked. Choked of smoke inhalation, you'd have... Yeah. Look, I neither... Oh, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. now. Yeah, to choose one. No, I'm not going to choose nothing. I want to... I'll choose drowning. I think it'll be easier. The fish can eat me afterwards. And I might have a chance of escaping. How? Because just because they tied me to the rock to my feet doesn't mean that they can come down to the deepest ocean with me while I'm getting plunged. They'll be sitting in their boat, wouldn't they? Or whatever. So I have a chance of escaping. Okay. Where if I'm tied to a stake with fire, I don't really have a chance of escaping. Well, maybe if the um, fire burns the ropes and you run away. Well, that's an interesting <laughs> topic. Let's move on. Let's, yeah, let's, let's move on. Let's well, move on because we've, we've, we've got 14 minutes left of the show. So. Well, let's, let's do the Illuminati so we don't run out. Oh, I was going to say them to the very, well, very you last. Really, okay, I really want to really, say them. Really, 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 because I think they're the best. Really, really. I do too. I like the Illuminati. That's why I think we should say the if best I of last. If I had to join a secret society. <laughs> you would join that one? <laughs> It'd be the Illuminati. But I always remember the, the words of Milton Berle, who's a famous comedian, way back when. And I only remember him because I saw repeats of his shows I, I wasn't alive when he well actually I was alive when he was alive but I wasn't alive when he was fame uh, at the height of his fame Okay, you're but he used guys. to say now that I've ruined the joke he used to say I refuse to join any club that would accept me as a member yep okay which I think is quite funny it is very funny no you now, didn't get it I didn't get it but no. you, know, you know what I do get what's that there's a page that has <laughs> the 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 you're like, what, what am I talking about? Oh, okay. So that The way you've written it is the, 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 if I'm reading not correctly. Yeah, but you've got to read all the rest of it. I the, know I have to, yeah. but that stuck out to me. That's drawn me in because of something. Well, I think it's the word. Lo- lots of the. the. So um, it is the Ashoko Ashikar, Ashikar Nine Unknown Men. Do you not have it? Do you want my computer? I will have your computer <laughs> because that's probably the page that of mine that didn't print out. Ashikas nine are known men. So this is actually India's only recorded secret society and perhaps their oldest uh, and one that could change the world, believe it or not. So th- actually, I found this one really, really interesting. So we both found this one really interesting yeah, for different but reasons. For different reasons. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the reason why I found this really, really interesting is that um, the nine are known men, it's not that they in themselves are particularly powerful or anything like that. But they they possess these nine books. Oh, I thought it was nine men. Yeah, nine men who possess With nine books. these nine books. But they have one book each. Yeah, nine men with nine 
a book each. Yeah. Which means nine books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sorry, I've just I'm, I've not, yeah. I, no because I, I, I know, no when no. I was listening to myself, then I, I got what you were I was trying, trying to, to ask. I, I was trying to go well. So not nine men with nine books, nine, nine men, men with, with one, one book, book and uh, they come m- together, meaning nine books in total. Okay. Okay, we're the, finally Ooh. on the same page. Gosh, I feel like I've given birth. Same so, here. King Ashoka. Actually, have. Of the <laughs> We haven't, you know. <laughs> oh. We're going to get letters from that. Someone's, someone's already on the keyboard going, I don't find your concept of hey, funny. Uh, if you know a gay guy and what gay guys do, we give birth. Oh, God. <laughs> Keep going. G-rated show. Hey, I li- kept it G. I didn't say oh, what we do. <laughs> to, uh, no, not all of us do it. <laughs> Come on. We all no, <laughs> I will not go to Tupperware parties. So, King oh. Ashoka of the... Murai Dynasty in 270 BCE um, had a, a change of heart after his conquest of Kalinga. Yes. <laughs> Are you laughing at that one? No. Formed a secret society of nine men who would hold the key to everything in the world. I'm actually laughing about the Tupperware party because nine people having a Tupperware party with all the different sets of Tupperware. Imagine that. The that, that, that visual is just <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, so he, he said that these people would hold the key to literally everything in the world. Ooh. Everything. You name it, they would hold the key to it. Life. So yes, more. Um, Banks. Even better. Even more than that. Transportation. More than that. Air. Everything. How could they have the key to air? Everything. They had it. So Interesting. um anyway, that was the claim. But the, how do they prove And in that? the immortal words of Carl Sagan, extraordinary claims Rimes. require extraordinary, extraordinary proof. proof. Um, members of the group who came from different walks of life were given a topic of speciality. Ooh. They were given the responsibility to develop, preserve and present the information they found from uh, getting into the hands of people who were capable of misusing it, which is basically everyone else in the world apart from those nine people. So the first book talks about propaganda. Ooh. And psychological warfare. Ooh. And it's considered to be the most dangerous of all. So this book could actually hold the key to how we can alter opinions of the masses. Oh, but well, we already do that. No, because you need to then go to the second book. Oh, so if you can bring all these books together. It's like the Wonder Twin I'm rings. Sure, if I'm, you can I'm, put them together. I'm just thinking McDonald's does this really well with commercials. <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> like... Yeah, but, but, see, but and, see, and Hungry Jacks does it better with burgers because they say burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. Yeah, so we yeah. actually end up going to Hungry Jacks. Yeah, well, not everyone. But and yeah. then KFC is saying finger licking good. And there you are watching people through the window. Finger licking good. Licking their fingers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So brainwashing is already a ha- something. So we don't need book one. Okay, so, Why do we need all right, book two? So, you're, you're okay. <laughs> so book two uh, spoke about uh, physiology and how humans can be killed by a simple touch. Um, karate, jiu-jitsu. Simple touch. None of this, ah, yeah, 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 type stuff. Simple touch. Well, I'll prove it. No, I can't because I don't have the book. I know. We need that book to prove it, but I don't think we're going to find You don't go to Dimmicks and pick it up. Why no. not? Dimmicks is still yeah, around. Actually. Yeah. Maybe they, we should order it. Yeah. Let's, let's put a... Let's put an order of question. We never know. They might come... Get the box set. All nine books. So, the third book deals with biotechnology and microbiology. Interesting, because this is very high tech. Well, this is high tech, considering it's 270 BCE. Maybe they're aliens. 
the fourth on alchemy and the transmutation of metals. But this was before metals. Was no, it no, not? we had metals. Oh, we had metals. Okay, yeah. there you go. Fact checked. So, the fifth one was the enlightened. Uh, we, sorry, the fifth one enlightened the reader about communicating. Get this, with the extraterrestrials. Oh, they're definitely aliens then. Yeah, so they were talking about Stargate. How, they were talking about how you can do this. The sixth one spoke about the concept of Vaiminichka Shastra. Okay, that sounds or very Or the vague. art of building, are you ready for this? Weapons. 270 BCE Weapons. spaceships or UFOs. Oh, well. Uh, hang on. Is, uh, Scientology believes in spaceships, don't they? Yeah, but for odd reasons. Um, <laughs> the seventh one was about cosmology and the secrets of time travel. Yeah, these people are very weird, but okay, keep going. <laughs> We've got two more to go. Is the suspense killing you yet? No, I'm, I'm waiting for the book about death. Oh, we had that one, the one about killing you with a simple touch. Oh, but no, like, a, like afterlife. That was the second like one. Like afterlife death. Like surely they, they talked about alien space and death and how you can brainwash a person. Surely they believe in the afterlife. Do they? No, you've ruined it now. Oh. You've... you've just ruined all the suspension that I was building up to. Oh, hang on. Don't tell me that like book nine. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't think so. It is. <laughs> okay, but so anyway, so let's get back to it. Yeah, let's, let's get back to book eight. Okay. Right. Was how we could teach one another to control the speed of light <laughs> and use it for our own advantage. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Okay. Because you haven't read book eight. I know. Now, the final book discussed... Sociology, it would speak of the evolution of humans, evolution of societies, including their downfall. Oh, God. Did, sorry. So Ashoka sorry, felt that these books uh, would fall into the hands of someone who genuinely believes in the welfare of mankind and someone who is incorruptible. It could totally change the face of the planet. On the other hand, Hang on. if it gets in the wrong hands, it could spell doom. The fear of the latter made him keep all of his heavily guarded secrets. So hang on, he ended up holding all nine books? Yep. And he didn't share the nine books? Nothing. So how did he get the nine books if he shared the nine books to start with? Or did he not he, share the nine books? No, I, I don't know. In, in, I, I mean, this is a secret society, so we don't know all the ins and outs of everything. Can we get a I don't even know if these books... I'm sure these books don't exist. Can we please get an informa- a freedom of information request a firing over to <laughs> an them? EOI. An EOI now. <laughs> Let's get an EOI, Sorry, EOI. people. Oh, no, it's an FIOI. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Freedom of information. FOI. FOI. That's okay. It's been a bit of an EFG type of day. Anyway. It's been a long week. It has been. And we should move on to the next one because I don't have a screen. Oh, thank, thank you very much. So, so uh, isn't that interesting that you're... Oh, we should quickly do the Freemasons before we finish up with the Illuminati. Do we have time? We've got time for two more, I think. And All I right. was thinking the Grand Orange Lodge, but I don't think you have that sheet because it's not on your... No, I'm missing... Because are you missing the Knights of Parathis? I think you are. Okay, let's just go to the Freemason then. All right, so we'll do the Freemasons and then we'll finish off. Sure. Uh, with the Illuminati. So the Grand Masonic Lodge was created in 1717. I just when to find the page. four small groups uh, or lodges joined together. Uh, membership levels were initially first and second degree, but in the 1750s, this was expanded to create a third degree, which caused a split in the group. As usual in the... You know, whenever you have these mm. 
sort of fanatic beliefs. Yes. Any I'd sort of deviation usually creates a division of some sort. So when a person reaches the third degree, they are called a master mason. Masons conduct their <laughs> regular meetings in ritualized style. A and this includes mason, many people. references to architectural symbols such as the compass and square. They refer to God as the great architect of the universe. And three degrees of masonry are, first, entered apprentice. This makes you a basic member of the group. Second is the fellow craft. This is the intermediate degree in which you are meant to develop further knowledge of masonry. And third is the master mason. This degree is necessary for participating in most Masonic activities. Some uh, rites list up to 33 degrees of uh, membership. So masons use signs and handshakes to gain admission to their meetings as well as to identify themselves to uh, others, other people who may be masons. Well, I'm actually looking at their promo video and I can just <laughs> say... <laughs> Join can, the masons today. I can just say it's... it's um. Yeah, very uh, male-orientated, even though and they do have female masons. Is that um, a new thing? Is that a relatively new thing, the the female masons coming on board? I don't know. I, I don't think they call them Freemasons, so I don't know what they're actually called. Hang on, let me find it. Anyway, so the Pick signs up. and handshakes offer... Um, uh, often differ from one jurisdiction to another and are often changed or updated. So anyone who might have left... Uh, will soon be out of touch with um, the the handshakes and other sort of signs that they have. So this protects the group from um, from people finding out how to gain admission under false pretenses as well. So masons also wear stylized clothing based upon the clothing worn by stone masons of the Middle Ages. That was those aprons I was talking about, uh, and of course that that apron is the most well known of of these uh, costumes sure. uh, or clothing. In order to become a mason, you must generally be recommended by a current mason. And actually, this that sort of rule is similar to most other secret clubs or societies. Yes. So you can't just sort of walk up and say, listen, I heard you guys are pretty groovy. I want to be part of this. Um, where do I sign up and where do I get my funny little costume? So in some cases, you must be recommended three times before you can join. You have to be at least 18 years old and of sound mind, so that rules us out. Uh, many religions frowned upon membership of the Masons and the Roman Catholic Church forbids Catholics to join well, under pain of excommunication. Excommunicado. Well, it is interesting. If you want to know information about females and Freemasons, you can head over to masons.org.au because there's a whole page on it. And they interviewed with the Grand Master of the Honourable Fraternity of Ancient Freemasons, Christine Chapman. So, yes, they I've heard that name many times. Yeah, that, that name sounds familiar. It does. I should actually Google her and find out well, who she is. Out. So let's find out who she is. Let's see if she's got a profile. Yes. While you look that, I'll continue on. That Freemasonry has almost from its inception encountered considerable opposition from organised religion, especially from the Roman Catholic Church and from various states. Freemasonry is not a Christian institution, though it has often been mistaken for one. Um, okay, interesting. They do contain many elements of a religion. Its teachings enjoy morality, charity and obedience to the law of the land. And in most traditions, the application for admission is required to be an adult male and all applicants must also believe in the existence of a supreme being. So that rules me out completely. Wow. And 
in the immorality of the soul that rules you out. Uh, in practice, some lodges have been <laughs> charged with prejudice against uh, Jews, Catholics, and non-whites. Well, anyway, um, now I have Googled uh, Christine Chapman. Uh, Christine Chapman is a Welsh Labour cooperative politician who was a member of the National Assembly of Welsh uh, of Wales in Canyon Valley from 1999 to 2016. So we mostly saw her on the news or something like that. But is that the same Christine Chapman? No, different. Oh. Well, then why are you reading it out? Because there's lots of Christine Chapman, so I found out. Oh, so you just found anyone. <laughs> well, that's when you ter- search Christine Chapman, that's the one that came up. Well, there you go. That's some good research. And we are back with um, a little bit more. Uh, well, one more. One more. Yep. Where, Last where, one. I've I've gone to the little boys' room, so I'm already. I've, I've <laughs> You've seen. had your comfort break. Yeah, I've had the comfort break. Trust me. <laughs> anyway, that's too much information for radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, let's go into. Uh, we talked about Freemason. Let's talk about the one, the only, the eye of the beholder, the eye that can see everything, the eye that knows everything. Yeah. We're not talking about the Bermuda Triangle. But we're talking about something similar. It's called the Illuminati. The Illuminati. So this is a movement of free free thinkers that were the most radical offshoot of the Enlightenment, uh, whose followers were given the name the Illuminati, but who called themselves the Perfectibilists. So they were founded on the 1st of May. That's a very fancy name. Well, yeah, they, you know, why not? If you're going to name yourself something, but go wonder, all out. I wonder why they named themselves that and not just, like, said, like, they got the name the Illuminati. Surely they could have called they, them Illuminites. <laughs> the Illuminites and the Supremes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they were founded on the May 1st, 1776 uh, in Upper Bavaria. So that's why sometimes you'll hear them referred to as the Bavarian Illuminati. Oh. Um, and they were uh, founded by a Jesuit taught Adam uh, Westhorpe. Uh, it's a mouthful too. It is a mouthful. I will say, I, for some reason, I, it would have been cooler if the Illuminati was founded on the first of May. No, the first of January. One, 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 one. Seven hundred. Yeah, I know it's seven hundred and seventy-six, <laughs> but I'm saying if it was eleven hundred and eleven on the first so... of the first. Okay, yeah. That would right. have been like amazing. Oh, so one, 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 one. Well, you know, the Illuminati, um, when you write it in the traditional way, is an ambigram. So as it's written in that calligraphy, if you turn it upside down, it still spells out Illuminati. Really? So, yeah, that's what an ambigram. But it has T and I at the end, and it doesn't have T and I at the beginning. No, but it's done in that. If you look up the Illuminati and calligraphy, Bond, yeah, yeah uh, it's done as an ambigram. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, uh, Are you a Illuminati now, member? Well, I'm not. Do you want to be? No. Why not? I don't know. I think you should. No, you know, I've got a You're lot the of the eye my, of the beholder. I've got a lot of a lot on my plate. <laughs> okay, let's... let's <laughs> I don't have time for ritualised um, group club meetings <laughs> and well, secret sa- society. Soundbites is pretty secret. I have, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't got time only, to learn all those little handshake uh, movements. Only our members know about us and nothing else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, we'll never be swamped by fans. <laughs> well, <laughs> Made popular by Dan Brown's famous novel, The Da Vinci Code. Did you, did you ever watch that? I watched it. I didn't like it. Which bit? All of Just it? The, 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 I liked the movie. I didn't like the books. Oh. I read oh. one book and that's it. Actually, I didn't read the book. I read the back of the book. And that was it for me. 
didn't didn't tickle my fancy. Mind you, I'm not a reader, but I did read Harry Potter and the Philosopher Stones. Oh, there you go. Called. Yeah, Philosopher Stone. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. The gay thing. The stones. <laughs> anyway, back on topic. How closely did you read that book? <laughs> well, the Illuminati, which in Latin means enlightened, refers to various organisations. There's a lot of Harry and the other one. And the other one. And the other one. I can't right. remember his name. Yeah, okay. Not, not Amani, because that was the girl. <laughs> what was his name? Ron Weasley. That's the one. Harry and Ron. Oh. <laughs> you know, my niece would have crucified me if I wasn't able to answer that. Really? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, she loves Harry Potter. I How don't old is she? It. I know, she's a, an adult. Uh, and she still loves Harry Potter. Lots of adults love Harry Potter. A lot of people don't like J.K. Rowling no more. She's very, very, very outspoken. Yeah, about but some things. Anyway, that's a different topic. Let's get back yeah, on anyway. to Illuminati. So anyway, various organizations that claim to have links to the Bavarian organi- uh, uh, Bavarian Bavarian Illuminati uh, were also um, part of this Enlightenment. Mm-hmm. So Adam Westbrook uh, believed that with the advent of the Industrial Revolution and the Renaissance of religious education was not in uh, sufficient enough to explain the increasing complexities of life, societies, and states, um, and said that what was needed was more of a secular society. So with secular education um, to, f- to be able to function and explain things. So it wasn't always about, you know, oh, well, it's just uh, you know, a God thing. That's, that explains everything. Sure. So while it was not legally allowed to operate, many influential intellectuals and progressive politicians counted themselves as members, even Ooh. though... There were some known Freemasons in the membership. It was not considered to be endorsed by the Masonry. Look, I think that that should not be allowed. If you are a member in one secret society, you can't join another. It's like me joining Labour as a member and joining the Liberals as a member. But you can actually do that. Well, yeah, the There's not you're not meant to because you sign a contract that says that you don't, aren't a member of any other political party. Do you? Yes. Okay. But. In regards to secret clubs and society, it's secret. So how would they yeah, know? How would they know unless they're following you? Unless they brand you. And what if you became like a a, a secret club junkie? Yeah, you, you couldn't get enough of secret clubs. You Is that you the went same from as one club to another. Food? No, no, like a, you, yeah, you no, became addicted to being a member. But what if I was addicted to <laughs> junk food? That's the same. Yeah, you're deviating. Um. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with deviating. We, we, I love. I'm a, I'm addicted to a deviating. Addicted deviating comes to the stage. <laughs> Anyway, the fact that the Illuminati did not require a belief in the supreme being Made them particularly popular amongst atheists So you could join them I'm sure I could Because they don't need a supreme being No They go for the second one What, the sub-supreme being? Absolutely Imagine going around being called like the lesser supreme being The deputy (laughs) supreme being Vice, vice supreme being like mm, just didn't make it. What was it? Lack of ambition? <laughs> just <laughs> didn't study hard, study hard enough in school. Maybe what, what made you fail? Then you'd be like, oh shut up! It never stopped hurting. Hurting. Oh, so anyway, hilarious. this and the fact that most members were humanists is the reason for the widespread belief that the Illuminati wants to overthrow organized religion. They, I think, they just want to overthrow anything, including the government. I don't know about that. They oppose superstition. Obscuritanism, religious influence over public life, and abuses of state power. It wow. is often alleged to conspire and control world affairs by masterminding events and planning, uh, planting agents in government and corporations to establish a new world order. See, I told you, overthrowing government. No, that's what they. That's what they. 
been alleged still, to have done. Do you reckon they're still around? Like, sh- like yeah, I'm sure there are. Do you um, reckon that they're still playing a role in the government? <gasps> Wherever somebody is believing in the Illuminati in their bedroom somewhere, it still exists. Well, see, this is the thing. Like, they don't have a website. Well, if they're a secret organisation, they're not going to have a website. Oh, you, you probably could. have to go to the dark web. What? 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 No, web. don't go to the dark web. That's that's bad. Oh, they always say it's bad, but it's only a different encryption. That's all that is. <gasps> Nothing special. Um, you, can get, you can get a body there. You're going to get in trouble. Oh. The group has been depicted as working in the shadows with references being spotted in novels, movies, television, um, comics, video games, and even music videos. Modern conspiracy theorists believe that the Illuminati are the ones who have been pulling the strings in most of the world major events, including the Battle of Waterloo mm-hmm. and the French Revolution and the trifecta, the President John F. Kennedy's assassination. So they blame the Illuminati for that. Um, it's believed that some form of internal panic over succession of a new leader and government's attempts to outlaw the group saw it collapsing uh, entirely in the late 1700s. Despite this, conspiracy theories such as David Icke and uh, Was Penray uh, have argued that the Bavarian Illuminati have survived, possibly through to this day, through very little reliable evidence um, uh, being found to support the idea uh, that this group has survived, you know, to sure. today. Yep. So it has even been suggested that the Skull and Bones Club, which we we're going to talk about, we ran out of time, is an American branch of the Illuminati. Many people believe that the Illuminati is still operating and managing uh, the main actions of governments well, fancy, of the world. Fancy you say that because I'm actually on this website that is claiming to be the Illuminati. Um, I've got to say, very poor graphics. <laughs> <laughs> and also the fact that they use Weebly. Um, it's Weebly. It's a web hosting. Pl- it's a free web hosting platform. Okay, well, so they can't. Even, they yeah. can't even afford a b- paid website. But someone has done. This is why the Illuminati website is bad. One in the beginning, there was too much sim- stimulation stimulus with all the graphics could confuse the viewer. Two, the men- the more menu, there were way too many menus that may confuse the viewer. Three, some of the graphics throughout the website continue to be overwhelming and overstimulating. Well, that's very much like the Illuminati. They want to overstimulate and overwhelm you. Four, throughout the website, the designer isn't constant with the color of the font. So, in other words, they keep changing font. Um, Five, the main page is too long, which it is. And would take the reader significant time to go all the way through. Absolutely. Is this someone critiquing the web? Yes. Oh. Number six, content changes from optimistic to pessimistic too frequently and confuse the viewer. Seven, there are way too many links to view throughout the website. Well, that's good from the CEO's perspective. Uh, how, how many of these critiques are there? There's nine. Oh. So, you know how that, the book <laughs> nine of nines? Yep. Yeah, okay. So, at number eight, we have, due to the heavy amount of content, the website can be slow and bogged down at times. That's just, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. At number nine, drum roll, <gasps> content could be perceived as disturbing or insulting to the viewer. Okay. That's kind of very similar to the number six, though. Pessimistic, optimistic. Uh, uh. Like, like... 
So they're happy half the time. Oh, there is a tent. Sorry, I didn't say the tent because it was confused. <laughs> Were you overstimulated? I was overstimulated by nine. <laughs> 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 so number ten is, as a whole, the website tries to convey a conversational message in a very cluttered and unorganized way. This is why it is commonly perceived as a bad website towards viewers. Mm, okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're the Luminati website designer, we're going to instruct you to hire me. I will yeah. do your website for yeah. $9,999. What, is that on sale? No, that's just that's that's the price. <laughs> that's how much it costs. Okay, well there you go. Nine, 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 nine. I want the nines. You want all the nines. I want the nines because of the nine books, the nine people, well, and the nine plus one. You know the thing is, I couldn't actually the... think what nine nines were being pronounced. Nine nine. Yeah, what? like nine 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 nine. Well, how many nines do you want? Nine. Oh, you want nine nines. Nine nines. Nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. There you go. That's how much money I'll... That, no, that's six. That's six. Yeah, I've run out. <laughs> nine hundred million, nine hundred thousand... No, nine hundred and ninety-nine nine million, million, nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand, nine hundred ninety-nine. Yeah. There you go. There we go. That's how much I money I had to visualise it in I my know. head. I know. I had to get a calculator if out If I had to get written it. it down, I would have been able to... That's how much money we want. We want For all website, the nines. All the nines. You only have to make one sale. I know, <laughs> <laughs> and and then I'll be the ruler of the world. Well, no, maybe because no, there are people taxes. with a lot more money. After <laughs> and there's taxes. Yeah, you got to pay what ten percent. Oh well, uh, we'll 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 make them pay the ten percent. So are you going to uh, add that on? So you're not going to have all nines anymore. Oh, I'm going to have a ten ten nine 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 nine, and the bottom is eight dot nine. Can't even round it up, can I? Yeah, no, GST been, really doesn't do it. We've gone to a strange place. We have. Next week, well, join us on the strange place train because <laughs> it's going to get more crazy. I kind of want to finish the list because you only have half there. We might do a part two, but not next week. Not next week. I want to have a, a fun one next week. We're going to do... Do you Today remember? was fun. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember? Don't sing. In season two, we had a famous facts that aren't true. Yes. I thought we might do another one for season three. So famous facts that are true? No, no. We might do famous facts that aren't true. Then things that don't sound true but are. We could do that the week after. And then we might come back and do some more secret clubs and societies when people have forgotten about this episode. (laughs) Just like your microphone cut out on you. Did it? (laughs) You did. That's because some secret club is trying to shut us up. It's the 999. The 999999 club. <laughs> anyway, you're locked on to DRM on United. Don't forget, you can head out to our website where all of this content is circulating on our Soundbytes web page. Our one actually works and <laughs> is good, unlike the Illuminati's. Sorry, Illuminati, we do love you. Um, but if you want to go and check out anything, and we didn't actually have any videos for this one. We don't actually have anything that we... I included quite a few links, but Ooh, you, but, you know, there, there are so many um, good YouTube videos um, and uh, have a bit of a rummage around. Some of them are you include some links quite long, some are short. Are at the very be- are they at the very bottom? So we've got Elite Daily. We've got, so we've got a lot of links, but no YouTube links. So we can't, we'll put the links on the website, but 
Um, it, maybe an episode we might add some YouTube clips. That we, we might have some on YouTube it. clips on one of. We should do. We should do. I know. I don't. I don't know if you like your music. Do you like your music? We did Eurovision. We did two, four, no, hour, no, 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 two, two-hour Eurovisions. I'm not talking about Eurovision. That that's special. But we should do like gay anthems. Really? Yeah. Mm. Or like gay icons in the music sector, oh. like Elton John. Oh, look, I'll put it on the list. I'm you, not sure. You don't like gay anthems? Uh, do you not like Kylie Minogue? I don't mind Kylie, but I'm not Gaga over her. So you like gay Lady Gaga? I do like Lady Gaga. I'm one of her little monsters. You're a little monster? Yeah, but I love um the vamps too. And you like the vamps? And they're not gay icons. No, they're very um anti. No, they're not. Don't say <laughs> that. That's not true at all. I just want to interview with them. So if I say that they're anti something, they have to come and talk to us. No, they'll just get their lawyer onto you. That's what I they'll know. do. I know. They are vampires. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not vampires. Russell, <laughs> you're going to get a cease and desist. Hey, if the vamps are listening, come and talk, join us on the show. Definitely. I'll um, talk to them. Because and I'll leave Russell alone. <laughs> at <laughs> home. You're not going to be... <laughs> you'll leave me alone. No, Ooh, I'm going to leave you... Darling. I'm going to leave you at home. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll talk to them myself. <laughs> That's not what you said. No, I know. I was a bit, uh, what was it? Uh, Occupied, mesmerized. I was more thinking about talking to them and how I'm going to shuffle you off out of the scene. <laughs> well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to see me not uh, here. <laughs> Interviewing the Vams and me going Gaga over the Vams. Maybe you need Lady Gaga, you and the Vams. Yeah, that'd Imagine be awesome. Imagine all three of you in the room, all four of you in the room. Yeah. Like, how many in the Vams? Four. Because that's like six of you in the room. Yeah. Almost nine. We need to get up to nine. We've got to find a few more people. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. And I'll say (laughs) bye-bye.